Ladies and gentlemen. I got something here. Let's get to the real thing. Welcome to Leap of Faith, where every week we help you transform fear into opportunity. Here is your host, Sasha Karabut. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Wednesday Weakness. Now, in this uh, session today, I'm going to be sharing with you some weaknesses that you might be exposed to in your business, some weaknesses you might be exposed to in your life, and I'm going to be exposing you to some stories, and I'm going to be sharing with you some stories about weaknesses that I was exposed to and how I actually dealt with those things and the results of dealing with them, okay? As always, if you like uh, this content, just head down below there, like this video, and subscribe to my channel. That'd be fantastic. If you enjoy this content, um, head down below there, leave me a review. It's fantastic to hear different comments and feedback on different things, as well as different questions or different topics that you might like to listen to that I can actually produce for you. So head down there right now, leave me a review, leave me a comment, and let me know what you like or don't like as well. Now, let's jump straight into it, okay? So the, the objective of this particular podcast on Wednesdays is to share with you uh, weaknesses. Now, weaknesses come in many, many different forms, and, and, and often the form that I'm going to talk to you about today is in the form of like environmental people in your life or exposure to particular people that can bring down and really, really, really abate your success. Okay. Now, if you're already an existing business owner, maybe you're a coach, you have a coaching business, maybe you have some kind of like service-based business you're looking to grow that thing, and you have a team around you right now, one thing that I really want to just implore in you as far as weakness goes is making sure that you trust your intuition and you act on your intuition quickly and the weaknesses that you may have in your organization and in your team will quickly dissipate. And what I mean by that is this. So I've had experience with, and I've experienced this multiple times now, where I've built a relationship with a particular person and what founded that relationship was not consistent and was not the same a year or two later. Now, in general sense, relationships are formed on different parties having different strengths and different weaknesses. Now, an ideal relationship is formed generally when one party has a strength in one area, another party has a strength in another area. They come together to kind of like right each other's wrongs and improve on each other's weaknesses to overall collaborate and heal and create a whole that they that overall would be better than if they were by themselves. Now, what happens with these situations is there's always a dependence that begins to be built. And I've experienced this with multiple different staff members, team members, and different people in my organization. When too much trust and too much kind of onus is provided to that person and not enough knowledge, know-how, and kind of like attention is given to them as far as really, really studying, researching, and looking into what they're doing and not, not, listen closely, not trusting them too much. I put my hand up and say, I've trusted people too much and I've done it too quickly and it's come at a massive loss to me, okay? So what happens is this, um, you develop this weakness because you've got a person in your team or a person in your organization that's doing something for you now. You don't know everything about that yourself. You might not know everything about how the Facebook ad account works. You might not know everything about how uh, you know the, the client onboarding, client services works. You might not know everything about the technological backend operations and systems that go on within your organization. You might not know some particular piece about the sales process and how the sales process works and the specifics of the scripts and what the sales teams say and don't say. You might not know something 
in, in the financial aspect, you might not, not might not know something about the accounting or the reconciling or the way that the overall balance sheet plays out. There might be these deficiencies in your organization that are creating this need for putting someone else in that situation, but not actually knowing what they do and not actually understanding what they do enough and simply trusting them too much and it creates weakness. So what I'm gonna say to you today is a lesson based on my own experience of having this happen to me. Now, there's a couple of different parts to it. Number one, you need to know, you need to know enough to be able to check. You need to know enough to be able to hold someone accountable. If you do not know, expect to be taken advantage of. That's the truth because I did that and I trusted in other people too much, right? And I trusted their integrity and I trusted their you know, goodwill and all the other things that they you know, allegedly said that they were going to do, but I didn't have the knowledge and the skill set and the experience to check on and, and, and micromanage to a degree to bring a particular standard of operation in place. Right, and as a result of that, what happens by nature, by design, is human beings, right, left to their own devices, will generally speaking degrade in performance. It's just the truth. If you know you're going to be checked up on, if you know you're going to be monitored, if you know you're going to be like held to a standard, you will run things a particular way and you will operate a particular way. And so that's kind of what happened to me. I brought people into my organization. I put too much trust in them because I didn't understand particular elements of Facebook marketing. I didn't understand particular elements of systems and automations and processes to you know, run particular parts of my businesses. And as a result of that, I had to trust their word against mine. And I had to trust that what they were doing was right. And I had to trust that what they were doing was correct and what was in the best interest of my company. And if I'm the one paying the bills, and if you're the one paying the bills and you're out there and you're trusting somebody and you're paying someone almost with a blindfold on being like, I hope that they can actually get this right. That's just about financial suicide. And I'm saying it because I've had it happen to me and I don't want it to happen to you. It's very important that you develop and build a particular subset of knowledge that surrounds all of the key aspects of your business that you can check, measure, hold accountable, and if need be, reprimand someone to a particular level. And lastly, and most importantly, if things begin to go bad, you also need to be able to remove and fire and, and take someone out of their position swiftly without feeling like you are held hostage in your own business. This happens and it's real. And, and, and if you're not careful, it can happen to you. So overall with weaknesses and how this pertains to you right now, what it might mean currently is you might have you know, a particular area or a skill set or a weakness that you are not happy with, or you might have an area or a weakness that you are currently outsourcing to someone else, or you might have an area or a weakness that is just like something that you are fearful of and you don't want to actually do it. I'm encouraging you. No, I'm, I'm like imploring you, I'm ordering you to, to, to take it initiative on these areas do not continue to just trust other people as much as other people some people might be great some people might be brilliant for the most <clears throat> for the most part um, some people when and able uh, will take advantage of you and it's not with ill intent always it's simply just human nature human nature is to do the least amount right and get the biggest return human beings are inherently lazy Right, so like if you just use that as your overall baseline prerogative and you think, 
Hmm. So knowing human psychology and knowing that ants go to where the sugar lies, that's just how human beings are wired. Would it not make sense then for me to understand enough to make sure that I am not allowing every single person in my company or my team or my you know, future organization to simply take the path less traveled, sorry, to simply take the, the, the path of least resistance. Because if we were all out there taking the path of least resistance, we'd all be overweight, we'd all be unhealthy, we'd all be broke. Then it's like these are the things that happen on that path of least resistance. So you want to make sure if you want to run a really, really, really well put together organization, make sure you understand these key things. And some of the basic skill sets that you just have to understand is marketing. You've got to understand where do my customers come from? What are the key pillars that drive new sales? Okay, what are the key pillars that generate new business? What are the levers that I need to pull on if I'm beginning to have a slower week or a slower month or a slower quarter? What things can I start doing today that are going to have a flow-on effect in the next week, two weeks, three weeks that are going to start generating me new business? That is absolutely critical. Two is you've got to understand your sales process. You've really got to understand like what is the process that people go through to actually pay you money? What does it look like? You need to actually have a reasonably proficient knowledge and skill set and ability to be able to jump onto a sales meeting and actually convert that sale if that needs to be put on you. Um, and, and you've got to just really, really, really know how to hold salespeople accountable because salespeople are the absolute epitome of this in the way that they're very, very incentivized um, financially to grow. However, if and when there is no opportunity in front of them, they also get lazy and blame everything around them except for themselves. Okay, so you've really got to have an understanding of sales and how that process works. Um, three, I would say that you've really, really, really got to have a good, solid, um, well-rounded understanding of whatever your product or delivery system looks like, how that's supposed to be delivered, your client experience, your customer experience, what it looks like from end to end, which different points in the journey can you create special happiness moments, uh, birthdays, thank you cards, um, different greetings. How can you increase your lifetime value? How can you increase your average order value? What is your percentage of revenue versus cash collected? What is the time frame from revenue uh, signed to revenue paid? All of these particular things as they pertain to your client services and your product building is critically important for you to know. From there, your financial aspect, hey, this is just like the bread and butter of your business. If you do not understand like, you know, the basic details of an overall profit and loss statement or a balance sheet, you're going to be in some trouble, right? So you need to really study those things, do some accounting courses, um, do some different resources online, read some good books, get around some Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, get around some Benjamin Graham, get around some Warren Buffett, absorb the way these people think. Because the more you can input that information into you, the better you will begin to think and operate overall, okay? So look, all I'm saying is this, build your weaknesses. If you have people around you in your team and organization that are becoming a bit more of an impediment and almost like a ball and chain, cut, 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 cut. Get rid of them, remove them, remove them swiftly. And what you will find, I've done this multiple times with different salespeople, um, when a salesperson becomes too prized as if they are the be all and end all and they've got their little crown on and they think they're the best, um, when you actually remove that person and cut that person and they become too entitled, what it does is it actually makes room for the other people below them to grow their skill set up. So this is critically important also. 
take pride in your work, okay? Be diligent with your operations. Do not put your head in the sand. Be consistent with these areas. Develop knowledge and skill set in these areas quickly and efficiently and over and over and over again. If you do have that inkling, that sensation that someone in your company, someone in your team is not holding um, up to the obligations that is part of their role, give them a swift and firm warning. Reprimand that person. Be direct and candid with them in a loving way, but let them know that this will not be tolerated. Understand their role enough so you can dive deep in there and actually check what it is that they are doing or not doing. Okay, and then from there, if they do need to be removed, do not wait. Okay, this is the biggest pain that I've had that I, I regret more than anything else. This is my biggest regret when it comes to hiring and firing. Listen closely. Holding on to somebody in your team that has subpar talent, subpar work ethic, and subpar attitude to their work because of only one thing. It's going to be too difficult to find someone. It's going to take too long to find someone. And in the meantime, when that person's gone, who's going to do all their work? It's going to need to be me or how am I going to put someone else in that position for the me? That is absolutely damaging lack focus thinking. Think with abundance, okay? If you do not want that person in your organization anymore, if they don't fit within the overall kind of parameters of your organization, remove them swiftly because that overall poison will spread and you will quickly find somebody else that will be a perfect fit for that position. Don't wait, don't hesitate, do not be indecisive with these things. Believe in yourself and have massive confidence and look to shore up your weaknesses and hedge your weaknesses and turn them into strengths. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. I hope you got something out of this as far as your team, your culture, your organization. If you liked something specifically about this, um, leave me a comment below, or you can also just press the like button or subscribe. That also means a whole lot to me when this channel grows. If you're listening to this on podcast, just head down below and leave me a review. I'd love to know your feedback about any of these things, any questions that you may have. Also, just head down below and leave me a review. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks so much for watching. I'll see you then. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to Leap of Faith with Sasha Karabat. Please follow Sasha on socials and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode.